Real quick, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Yes, it it really is pretty easy. And it's free. That's the bonus. That's why I have the app, because it's free. Uh, It also has certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I use my iPhone. It's really iPhone friendly. I know a lot of apps aren't really iPhone friendly, but this one actually is. I mean, it's pretty simple to use. Uh, Anchor will also distribute all your podcasts for you. So anywhere that has podcasts and it'll be open, Anchor will send it for you. You don't have to try to submit at different places. One click and boom, it's there. And you can, the most important, I mean, you can make money from it with your podcast. I mean, you just pump it out. And once it starts to get traction, you start making some money. It's pretty cool. And Anchor will do all that for you again. It will show you everything through the app. And it's really everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't really need a bunch of different uh, shit to try to get it going. You just download the app, hit record, uh, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I mean, Graveyard Grumbler uses it, so it must be good. All right. Thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Graveyard Grumbler podcast. This is your host, Tino Romero Jr., a.k.a. the Graveyard Grumbler. Episode 9 today. I'm excited about this one. Today is a zombie apocalypse topic. I'm sure a lot of you have thought, holy fuck, what if there's an actual zombie apocalypse and what does that mean for me? And then there's the other part of everyone else that's like, fuck this, there's no such thing that zombie apocalypse can never happen. Well, let me give you a little bit of an insight there, you guys. So, in Russia... There were some scientists who defrosted a virus that they called Pithovirus Ibericum. The virus is 30,000 years old. 30,000 years old. And it was frozen in permafrost for 30,000 years. Well, when the scientists discovered it and they pulled it out, went to go take it to their lab and fucking research it, the goddamn thing came back to life. And not only did it come back to life, it came back to life and started infecting shit. You know, when I mean infecting shit, it it infected other organisms and shit that was bizarre since the thing was 30,000 fucking years old and it was frozen in permafrost for the entire time. So the funny thing is they named the pithovirus Sibiricum. Guess what? zombie virus. They named the fucking thing the zombie virus because it was dead for 30,000 years old. For 30,000 years. Comes back to life. And not only does it come back to life, it comes back to life and starts killing other shit. Now, there's no records or no research saying that they tested it on humans that we know of. You think they're actually going to share that shit that, oh, hey, check it out. We just infected some dude hey billy bob with the zombie virus let's see what the fuck happens they're never going to tell us if they actually did human test studies and i'm okay with that i'm perfectly okay with that shit now for those non-believers here is a little bit more interesting information a while back a few years back there was a disease a virus going around called the chronic wasting disease this disease just fucked up deer and moose it, it fucked them up so bad that it started affecting their brain and their spinal cord. It, the disease was so bad that it, it, it affected, it impaired their coordination. It was making them drool out of control. 
and they would waste away because their brain didn't tell them to eat. So they were dying, but they didn't realize they were dying. They literally did not know they were dead until they dropped and ceased to breathe. Here's the crazy thing about that. They they dubbed it zombie deer because they looked dead. They had this vacant look in their eye. They were coordination was completely off. And these fucking things were just walking around for miles and miles without eating. And they know that they walked around for miles and miles without eating because there was a group of scientists that followed them and tracked them. So you have zombie deer and zombie moose infected by chronic wasting disease. The, the trippiest part about that is that hunters kill fucking moose and deer and eat the motherfuckers. So you have to think, how much longer are these viruses going to take to mutate into the human body and infect us and turn us into fucking zombies? Quote unquote, not the dead coming back to living, but the zombie type deal. So worst case scenario, where do you guys think the zombie infection would happen? Say that it, it mutated and now humanity is starting to get fucked up by the zombie, by a zombie virus of some sort. Here's my thought. Because New York keeps getting shitted on by, I mean, the Avengers, Godzilla, King Kong, even the Ghostbusters fought the State Puff Marshmallow Man in fucking New York. There's hurricanes and blizzards. I believe New York is going to get hit first. Shout out to all my New York fans. I'm not shitting on you guys. I'm just stating facts that shit happens in New York that shouldn't be happening. I love New York. I actually want to go visit New York. A lot of my favorite rappers are in New York. Shout out Redman, Joe Budden, Wu-Tang, KRS-One. But because there's so many people on the East Coast and in New York and that whole little stretch right there that the virus is bound to hit. So the zombie apocalypse starts in New York or the East Coast. The end of humanity is near. There's chaos. There's death. There's destruction. Oh, my gosh. Help me. The bad part about the end, the zombie apocalypse is that when you have chaos, people are going to start fucking looting. So you you have looters that are that are jacking Dolce Dolce and Gabbana, Coach, fucking Best Buy, and at the same time these guys are so worried about coming up with their own riches that they're not understanding or realizing that the actual end of humanity is occurring. So you're looting, and then you get fucked up by a zombie because you have three bags of Coach, some perfume and a, and four fucking Rolexes and then also you get bit in the fucking head by a zombie now I say that there's going to be looting because when you have chaos people are opportunists and they want to come up on their own while chaos is happening now just look at all the riots when sports teams in that what in that certain city who've never won sports accolade trophy type deals when they start celebrating, there's fucking rioting and looting. It doesn't make sense to me. So the zombie apocalypse hits. People are getting fucked up. It's an epidemic. There's chaos, everything. It's crazy, right? Is it unbelievable? Here's how believable 
a zombie apocalypse can be. If you go on to CDC, the Center, the Center for Contagious Disease, they have a zombie apocalypse preparedness plan. <laughs> they actually do. You look up the CDC, just look up zombie apocalypse, and it's actually on there. I'm not going to spoil what it says. You, If you're curious, just go look up the CDC website or ask... Uh, does the CDC have a zombie plan and it'll pop up it's fucking awesome it's not what you think by the way it's fun to read zombie apocalypse has happened there's chaos there's destruction it has now hit your area wherever you decide to live the zombies are there what are we gonna do for survival what are we gonna do so we obviously we have to build a fort so I was like, I, I'm curious to know what people have in mind and what their zombie apocalypse readiness plan would be. Feel free to email me, graveyardgrumbler at mail.com. Or just leave a comment on my Instagram, graveyardgrumbler podcast. And let me know what your zombie plan would be, your zombie apocalypse plan would be. Now, talking to my wife about the zombie apocalypse is fucking awesome. She, her, her shit is so logical and it makes so much sense versus mine. Where I'm going to build a fucking treehouse and the treehouse is going to have rotating blades on the bottom powered by the fucking sun. And we're going to live in a fruit tree and that way we have growing food and we don't have to worry about starving. Number one, I don't have the technology smarts to build anything that fucking elaborate. Number two, it's not realistic that you're going to build something that awesome anyway. But, again, that's the difference between my wife and myself. A lot of people say, oh, Grumbler, I'll just take refuge in a prison. Well, that's great and all, but you have to worry that there's inmates in the fucking prison. So, you have the zombie apocalypse happening. You have, you're seeking refuge in a prison. Now, we all know that there's that dumb motherfucker there who's gonna check if the power still works and open up all the cells and now you have convicted felon zombies so not only are they gonna eat your face they're gonna fucking shank you at the same time can you imagine they're over there talking about brains and then phone check foo, bop, 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 fucking stab you while they're trying to eat your face off because they're felon <laughs> zombies so great you know seeking refuge in a in a prison it's a great idea that's I, I that's a walking dead reference by the way the the prison type deal a lot of people have told me oh you know I'll just go to a school that's fine but in my opinion the bigger the area you have to protect the bigger the area you seek refuge the bigger of area you have to protect so not only do you have to worry about zombies you have to worry about other people breaking into your your fort and trying to jack what you have And schools have a bunch of fucking windows everywhere. Everywhere. So, okay, let's let's uh, let's talk this out. So survival, you're going to need a fort. You're going to need food. You're going to need weapons and you're going to need water. So food, water, weapons and a place to stay. Water, luckily, Unless the zombie virus has affected the water streams, you can get water anywhere, boil it, filter it out, and still be able to live. You don't necessarily need fucking Fiji water or Dasani or Aquafina or any special shit like that. 
you just need something to keep you hydrated. So that's pretty realistic unless you live in Bakersfield or West Texas where or Arizona, New Mexico, where there's not much water. It's pretty scarce. So now you're kind of, you know, in desperation mode. Well, we can go search for food and water. However, what type of zombies are we dealing with? Are we dealing with the old uh, Night of the Living Dead zombies for you old school cats? That was a great film, by the way. It scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. You have those zombies, the Night of the Living Dead zombies that walked two steps every five minutes. You know, they're brains, brains, brains. What made that movie so fucking awesome was that the zombies always attacked people, A, that had their back turned, that had no idea what they were, that there was a fucking zombie behind them. Or it was somebody who they thought that they recognized. So can you imagine the zombie apocalypse happened? You're not understanding how severe how vital this shit has is right now because of the zombie apocalypse so you're you're chilling walking down the street da, 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 da. oh shit hey is that my tia hey tia hey tia tia virginia ven aquí buenas tardes tia como esta wait a minute why is my tia why is her eyeball all lopsided what the let me get a closer look tia que paso Get thrashy, then you get fucked up by your tia Virginia from down the street because you're too dumb to realize that she's a fucking zombie. That's what made Night of the Living Dead so fucking awesome was that those people who just didn't understand that the person they were talking to was a fucking zombie, and they had their back turned. It always, it always fucking had their back turned. They get fucked up, or they would get stuck in a corner and like fifteen zombies would fuck them up. It was a great movie. It was a great film. So, if we're dealing with the slow zombies, then we have an amazing chance of survival. Now, if we're dealing with World War Z zombies, 28 day later, 28 days later zombies, or Zombieland zombies, then a lot of people are fucked. Me personally, now let's think about this. I'm not a punk bitch or anything. However, I also don't have stamina, the knees or the back to outrun a zombie that can sprint the fucking hundred meter in 6.6 seconds. So I better have a lot of ammo or a fucking weapon that's going to be able to stab the shit out of fucking zombies because I can't run that long and that fast. I'm going to get fucked up. That's not, that's not good for me and my family. So if we have the the fast zombies, where do you rate your survival? How long would you survive? With me personally, the me and my family, we would survive quite a while because I'm going to seek refuge and I've watched a lot of zombie films. So I know here and there how to pretty much gauge what's going to happen with us. But I, you better believe I'm not going to go outside and get fucked up. But again... It's always the what ifs. What if you need food? What if this? What if that? Well, you have to take account for all that shit. If it's the slow zombies, man, it's the slow zombies. I'm chilling outside. I'm going to have my coffee. I'm going to be listening to some music and sit outside just with a gun in my hand and wait for a zombie to come out. It's a slow zombie. You're going to have enough time to get off shots. You're going to have enough time to stab them in the fucking eyeballs. What, bitch? Slow zombies aren't a threat. It's those fast, agile motherfuckers that you have to worry about. Those are the ones that aren't 
wants to deal with. So my another question I have for everybody, what would you do if your spouse was infected by a zombie? So let me see. Let's let's play it out. You're in the house or your fort and you're fighting off zombies. You're trying to keep them from breaking in or doing whatever it is. And then your spouse gets bit by a zombie. So we'll take Mrs. Grumbler here and we'll play it into action. So my wife gets bit by a zombie. It depends on how fast the zombie infection occurred. If it's an immediate infection, then yeah, I have no choice but to shoot my zombie wife to kill her because I don't want her eating the kids or me. But if the infection was slow and it was inevitable that she was going to turn into a zombie, just not immediately, then, you know, that gives us our time to understand what's happening. And I will set her free with the rest of the zombie people. I mean, we were married, we're married for 20 years. If she gets bit by a zombie, it's like catch and release. I had her for 20 years. Now she's infected. So I'm just going to release her out to the zombie world. Let her run around with the zombies out there. I'm not going to kill her. There's no reason to kill her because it's not an immediate threat in our family. We, you know, we can watch them turn and then got to go. I wonder if I would take her out for a car ride. You know how you, uh, a lot of families would take their, their unwanted pet or their sick pet and just take them out for a drive and just leave them out in the desert. I wonder if that would be the same scenario if you just take your infected zombie spouse and just leave them out in the desert or out in the field and then drive back home. Isn't that the same thing? You're letting them roam around free. You're out to graze with the rest of the zombies. I told my wife, I said, look, baby girl, if I get bit by a zombie, fucking shoot me immediately because the longer you deal with it the less the more difficult it's going to be for you to get rid of me and then i don't want to fucking uh kill you and the girls because i'm a zombie it doesn't make sense just shoot me in the head so my question to all of my listeners out there how would you deal with that i would love to hear email me graveyardgrumbler at mail.com i would love to hear everyone's responses uh my co-driver that i work with at night he flat out said, I'm going to shoot my wife in the head. There's no questions about it. As soon as I see her get bit, it's done. There's no in between because that is my kid's life that I have to worry about now, which is fine. I guess everyone has their own way of dealing with things. Like I said, I'll do the catch and release. If my wife's infection is slow, I'm going to set her loose. No harm, no foul. If it's immediate, obviously I'm going to take immediate action. And we're going to end it. If I got bit, though, just take me out. I'm already tore up. Just just take me out. Just shoot me in the head. We're done. So you have. How long do you have? Do you give yourself to survive zombie apocalypse? In In all honesty, there's no reason why you couldn't survive X amount of years, maybe. Until you, there's a sanctuary built and you find, then there's a cure. There's always going to be a cure. There, there's, the thing is with the government is that there's always going to be a group of scientists that are secluded and kept safe just to work out a plan to uninfect people. The whole reason the zombie apocalypse topic came up today is because of the coronavirus and how that shit is close, close to becoming epidemic. Everyone knows about the, all the cases in Wuhan. And then there's a few cases around the United States. And it's getting kind of... It's getting a little out of control. Uh, 
not crazy out of control. It's pandemic currently, but it's it's close to be it's like right at the brink of epidemic. So uh, just a side note, please wash your hands, sanitize yourself, protect yourself, use safe sex. That way coronavirus dies where before it even takes off. Slow, fast zombies. I don't know. I have a better chance with slow, with slow zombies than fast zombies. That's all I'm saying. I can't fuck around with those fast zombies. Fuck that shit. Just a heads up. If you guys try to come to my fort, I'm going to shoot you. Y'all aren't going to jack me for my, my fort or anything like that. That's, that's not going to be good. One good thing, though, is that... Uh, there's a lot of memes out that show that the zombie apocalypse happens. There's going to be a lot of vegan food and whole foods out that are left behind. So vegans, we're going to make it. It's good. You don't have to worry about starving to death because no one's going to want to eat tofu and anything else made of tofu. (laughs) Survival for you and your family is imperative. What are we going to do to survive? Like I said, you obviously need the basic needs. Food, Water, sleep, and sex. Basic needs, right? What would be your food plan? To grow, have this elaborate farm. For those of you who played Farmville, y'all haven't made. Just uh, You guys have advantage over me. I don't. I've never played Farmville, so I'm screwed. But one secret would probably get your CDL. That way you can drive a tractor trailer. How many rigs do you see that are food, hauling food to supermarkets? The zombie apocalypse hits. You jack a food, uh, 18-wheeler that's packing food. You're set for several months. Several, several, several months. You can make fire, no problem. Just get an old lighter that still has the the flint and fucking catch some dead grass on there. It's not not a bad, fire is no problem. The reality of a zombie apocalypse is so crazy that they show it in movies. One of the the greatest, I wouldn't say greatest, one of the best films to watch regarding a quote-unquote zombie apocalypse is The Crazies. The Crazies was was a good flick for whatever budget it had. It's not an amazing movie, but it's really good because... They showed a realistic zombie apocalypse in that city. Now, it wasn't where they died and came back to life. It was where a virus infected their fucking brains and it caused them to go on this rampage where they killed and just fucking killed, just killed and killed. They didn't eat anybody. They just they just killed. It was it was just this rage where they could not they they just could not stop. And the funny thing is that it was it was a virus, but it was released in the fucking water system. It seems like a lot of the viruses happens through the water. I think Night of Living Dead was a water toxin or a water virus release. Cabin fever where those zombies came out. That was fucking water. It uh, 28 Days Later, I believe, was water or it was a uh, no, no, no. That one was a monkey. The 28 Days Later was a little monkey that it had bit him in a research lab. See, again, that goes back to the chronic wasting disease by the deers. It was a fucking animal that transmitted over to a human and it caused a fucking apocalypse for zombies. But the movie The Crazies, they're not dead, but they are 
affected mentally to where they just fucking rage. It doesn't matter if you shoot them. If you don't shoot them in the head or the heart, it's not going to stop them. It's crazy to believe that something like that is more realistic than an actual not dead person coming back to life. It has the potential of a realistic, quote unquote, zombie outbreak. So think about, let's take the coronavirus because it's, it's out right now. If the coronavirus mutated to where it infected people's brains, there is a big, huge possibility that that would cause a crazy, crazies movie type ordeal. You would have fucking rage because they're not controlled by their normal cognitive thinking. It is completely fucked up in their brain and all they have is this insatiable love for the flesh. Shout out Rob Zombie, Living Dead Girl. That was a great record. Everyone, people should listen to that record. It was a great record, but it's not an insatiable love for the flesh. It's an insatiable love for assaulting and killing and just rage. It was just mad rage. So that type of zombie apocalypse is more realistic than the dead coming back to life. So the only difference, you would still kill them the same way as you would regular zombies, right? You stab them in the fucking eye. You would shoot them in the head, you know, kill them to where, shoot them, double tap into that whole nine, nine yards. But the only difference is that they're not dead. They're, they're alive. They're just not, their, their brains have been affected affected by whatever virus that's that's occurring so that type of apocalypse or end of humanity is is a realistic type deal from all the diseases that are mutating constantly the food tainted food sources even scientists are fucking around with that shit in in labs about creating and dealing with mutated viruses how many viruses have mutated and or no are no longer antibiotic Susceptible. They're not killed by antibiotics anymore, like MRSA. MRSA is an antibiotic-resistant uh, infection. They they have to use some strong-ass fucking antibiotics to kill MRSA. So now think of something that way: coronavirus, the MRSA, any anything that can mutate has the potential to inf- affect our cognitive thinking and deteriorate the 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 regular type human way of thinking and just complete fucking rage, just kill, kill, kill. Now we've heard of cases down in Florida where that dude was eating faces cause he was high on bath salts. Now, again, that is a more realistic type deal cause it affects the mentality affects the brain. So real, let me ask you realistically again, what are the chances of an actual quote unquote zombie apocalypse you bring in the factor of disease drugs the real the realism is really high it's it's fucking scary to think that this shit can actually happen make sure that you have a good zombie apocalypse plan so i live in texas so you know i have a lot of guns i just need to load up my ammo and get some food And I think I'll be set. 
the zombie apocalypse ordeal like not your typical horror movie film type zombie apocalypse that can actually happen but like i said the crazies movie where it affects your brain and you're still alive but you have no way of thinking for yourself it can actually happen it's kind of scary and there is proof there are valid research and facts and evidence that scientists right now as we speak are dealing with mutated viruses and disease the center for disease control the cdc is one place where they deal with that shit the world health organization they have diseases where they research and try to kill and let you know what's mutated or what's not now the world health organization it's based in fucking atlanta it's in georgia so it's not far-fetched that that shit could actually infect people and fuck the whole world up holy shit wasn't the walking dead filmed didn't it start off in the south out in georgia is this a whole simpsons thing where they're predicting the fucking future oh shit hey you guys better keep an eye on that make sure you start loading up getting ready start writing out a plan one of the greatest topics to have when you're eating dinner is talk to your your family about a zombie apocalypse plan and hear the stories and, and ideas that they have. It's fucking amazing. It's really fun to talk about that shit with your family. Different people, even the little ones, even well, young enough to realize what you're, t- what you're talking about and distinguish if it's real or fake. It's fun to talk about zombie apocalypse plans and post-apocalypse. What's going to happen? How would you survive? It's an awesome thing to do. Just remember, it's not too far-fetched. The zombie apocalypse, the living dead per se, wouldn't really be a real thing. But go check out that film, The Crazies, and you'll know what I'm talking about. It's kind of freaky. I'm going to wrap this episode up. I appreciate all of my listeners. I want to thank all of my listeners from around the world. America, of course, giving me some, some support. I deeply appreciate every one of you. I want to give a shout out to my listeners in Germany the United Kingdom, Denmark, and Ireland. Thank you very, very much for tuning in. I appreciate everybody. Thank you for the support. I have a blast doing the Graveyard Grumbler podcast. It's. I look forward to recording every single Friday. New episodes every Friday, by the way. Email me, graveyardgrumbler at mail.com for any episode ideas that you guys want to hear. Thank you very much. Uh, Good morning, good day, good night, and goodbye.